Welcome on in, UEFA Euro 2020 preview show as we are coming to you from the studios. Should be a good one throughout this weekend and we got one preview four games here on the program, including the blockbuster between Portugal and Belgium on Sunday afternoon. Starting with today's game, it is Denmark and Wales to start off the knockout stage noon Eastern time, 11 a.m. Central time, 9 a.m. Pacific time. Uh, You can always convert to your own time zone uh, online. But each of these teams, you know, they're not really the blockbuster teams that you'd be expecting, but one of these teams is going to go through. And from what I have seen, I would give the edge to Denmark uh, to get the win today. Now, of course, you know, the tragedy that we saw with Christian Eriksen, and he he, he nearly nearly died on the pitch. But uh, this, this country has rallied around, and I'll go with Denmark to beat Wales today. That game again on ESPN in the United States in the English side. Then in game two today, it's on ABC. It's Italy and Austria. Italy looked very well, very good in the group stage. Uh, all their games being at home. This game, I believe, is at Wembley. I will be going with Italy. I think uh, Austria was in sort of a weaker group. Italy did play very well. In their group stage matches. That game again, it will be at 3 p.m. Eastern Time, 2 Central, noon Pacific Time on ABC. Again, on ABC in the United States, on the English side. And then another game would be. Tomorrow, we get to see the Netherlands take on the Czech Republic. Noon Eastern, 11 a.m. Central Time, 9 a.m. Pacific tomorrow on ESPN. I'm going to go with the Netherlands. Czech Republic, you know, they, they looked very shocked when they played England. I think they will fall to the Netherlands. Again, that game on ESPN. Noon Eastern, 11 a.m. Central Time, 9 a.m. Pacific, tomorrow. And then the blockbuster. It's Cristiano Ronaldo, Portugal. They take on Belgium. That's tomorrow. It is on ABC tomorrow, 3 Eastern Time, 2 Central, noon Pacific Time. That should be a, just a blockbuster there. I mean, what what really can I say? But Belgium, they are the number one team in the world right now. And Portugal on the other side, they've looked very um, composed. I mean, didn't look good against Germany, but they looked good against Hungary. They looked, I mean, good enough against France. And they advanced as the third place team out of Group A. 
F the group of death. They 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 survive in advance, but they get Belgium. You know, uh, the the you know, it's kind of strange how that works and with the third place teams, and it's sort of you don't really know who you're going to play, and they end up getting really the toughest draw you could possibly get. And there will be some some good action happening throughout the weekend. And I believe we've got... I mean, let's talk a little bit about... So in that game, I'm going to go with Belgium. I, I, I think Portugal has just been on a run that that definitely could end here and I mean I just think that Belgium sees what Germany did and they'll have they'll do very similar tactics and they'll score a lot of goals. Could be a game where we see extra time or even penalties. It could be that good of a game. So let's really rate these sort of commentators that we have have seen so far in this tournament on on ESPN um I'm not going to rate the ones that aren't going to still call games because there were just only a couple of those like I mean it's not not a huge huge deal um, but we'll start with Steve Cangelosi and Alejandro Moreno. I mean, they've been pretty decent. I mean, it really doesn't help when they aren't getting really the marquee game. And they've had a couple of good games, and the ones that they've done, they have done a consistent job. I mean,. It just seems that it's it's a very different contrasting commentary style than really the other three uh, main commentary teams, but it, it does provide sort of a a different sense of like it, it feels like you're watching something else, but it seems like that's a relief from and it's sort of a you know you you need a little bit of a different different feel sometimes. Alright. Derek Ray, Ifano Koku, very good. I mean, I don't really have any much else to say, but they've been they've been very they've been very consistent. Derek Ray, of course, great English commentator. Uh but that's all I can really say for that one. Derek Ray, Ifano Koku Give him probably an 8 out of 10 in this tournament. Uh, Ian Dark, Stu Robson. We've been calling the matches in person at Wembley and then some from a studio. You know, I'd say they're also doing a great job. I mean, probably give him a 7 out of 10. I, I mean, I feel like Ian Dark, you know... May not be in his prime, but of course, 
he still has had very good matches. And of course, I think the, the best of him is yet to come in this tournament. And then, of course, John Champion, Taylor Tolman. They've done really the marquee matches in this tournament. They've done a, a good job with those ones. I think they, they haven't done the best job with their lesser matches where it hasn't been close. I'd probably give them an 8.5 out of 10. Um, I mean, you can just just feel that the energy, and some of that isn't really their part, but they've really embraced uh, a lot of those Group F, Group of Death games. And I also want to say Reese Davis in the studio, he's done a great job. I don't know um, if he's going to be, he should, if I'm going to guess, he'd probably be in the studio tomorrow for the Belgium-Portugal game, and I... I don't really know, um, well, see, he might be in the studio, uh, but, be interesting. Alright, that'll do it for us. Enjoy your soccer, enjoy your football, enjoy your entire summer, the Olympic Games are just under a month away from beginning on NBC Networks. Peace out.